When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They say who? We say who? Thank you, nothing. What? What are you doing? What do you want? Follow on the prowl? What do you want? Alright, turn it off. Come on. What are you doing? What do you want me to say? I'm, I'm out of material. You know, I'm a, a couple of beers in, and if you believe that, no, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm done. What a great experience. It really is. Foul out on the prowl. They say who? We say who? Everybody, they say who? We say who? No, that's it. This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Right there. I always feel too much skin for you, bitch, about it all the time. <laughs> that was a theme uh, when we released our content on our way to Houston. Uh, people were commenting on how you were wearing too much, you were showing too much skin on the plane. I had never heard that before. Like, I was wearing shorts in a t-shirt i wasn't wearing a tank top you couldn't catch me dead in a tank top dad i mean it's a known thing that people want people covered in airplanes because you're going to be uh exposed it's, it's long flights it's like four straight hours people don't want like bo could start to be a thing like people don't want to like as little skin as possible people want to see on an airplane that's absolutely ridiculous i'd never heard it said until you said it bo does not emanate from bare skin you were also wearing your deck shoes without socks, and you did the thing when you're walking through security where you completely go barefoot. Yeah, and barefoot. E- and, and everyone has to look at your godforsaken feet. Yeah. Um, but well, we're out here. We're in Houston. Look yeah. at this. The Greg Cody Show brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. How about that? Uh, Sheets and Giggles sent us here. We're having a great time. Um, we're not... You know, we're, we're drinking, but we're really just... I feel like we're, we're enjoying each other's company as much as drinking, which is rare for the Cody men. <laughs> yeah, especially to hear the uh, complaints about you complaining about me from uh, all the critics of the show who uh, don't like you to complain about me as much, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, are we going to get into that now, how mean I am? First, let me just say, we are having a great time here. We went to the uh, Astros-White Sox game last night. It was a great, what an atmosphere. You were wearing white socks, you said, at some point? You made a terrible joke? I made a terrible joke about wearing white socks because I'm not a big Houston Astros fan ever since they cheated to win the championship. Uh, you were calling them the what? The Houston assholes. But I'm in Houston right now, so I can't really do that. I don't want to say that in a loud crowd because it might be taken the wrong way. I have so many notes on last night's game and just yesterday in general when we traveled. Right now, we're, we're opening this episode Saturday morning. We have the final four tonight. Um, we're going to get we're going to have audio from that that we'll get to later in this episode. But we want to just first paint the picture of the first day of this trip. You know, paint it for, you know, that's what a podcast is. You're painting a picture for the people listening right that's now. Right. And um, 
I want to start at the airport because I learned some things about you at the airport yesterday. I mean, I know we've we've traveled enough where obviously I know you, but I definitely picked up on a few things that I want to go over with you right now. This scares me. This scares me. I don't know what's coming. You're a you're a stopper on the walkway. You know these moving walkways they have at airports. My dad got on the walkway and just stopped, and I kept moving. And, he, and I look back. I'm like, "What are you? Why are you? What? Like, I I don't like. I know that there are people that stop and they stand to the right, and the people that walk move it by. So maybe I'm, but it's just it's blasphemy. It's 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 ridiculous to me that anybody would be the type of person. It's like that is to help get you ahead of pace those walkways you keep walking and the walkway makes you walk faster like the standing makes it a slower it's when you stand it's the whole idea of the walkway is to make it a faster process when you stand on the walkway you're moving slower than the people that are walking on the normal walk like on not using the walkway it's insane all right listen i'm not in a race i'm not competing with fellow travelers i'm not running through an airport like oj simpson in a hertz ad i am at my leisure uh, I, I, the, the, the walkway is not really even necessary, but it moves me along. I like that I'm, my feet are not moving, but I'm moving steadily like that. It's great. I don't, I, I don't need to quicken the pace unless I'm late for my flight. You inexplicably, uh, took a swipe at anyone wearing a Bass Pro hat in the airport. We were like in going through the security line and inexplicably my dad goes Bass Pro. And I'm like, why are you saying that? Like some guys wearing a Bass Pro hat. Like what's wrong with Bass Pro hats? Okay. First of all, I'm not singling out Bass Pro Shops. I'm sure they're fine. If you want to buy a bass to eat for dinner, maybe you go there. I don't no, know. It's not how that works. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a couple both wearing Bass Pro Shop shirts. Now, if they work there, hats, hats and it, if they work there and they got free hats, that's fine. I just don't like, I make fun of you when you wear a Nike shirt. I don't like advertising uh, now, I say, as I say that, I'm wearing a Melnati's T-shirt, but only because I like the look of the T-shirt, oh. not to mention the pizza, one of Chicago's greatest You're pizzas. You're the worst. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Pick the wrong shirt to wear for that tirade. But the main talking point that we need to get to of our travel day yesterday is you ordering a Bloody Mary without alcohol. And look, and people were judging me like, oh, why are you going to shame your dad for, like, he doesn't always have to drink alcohol. Like, this has nothing to That's do. What your mother says. <laughs> right, but like, but my point was is, obviously, this was at five, this was like 7 a.m. We were on a, a, a crack of dawn flight. Right. So, obviously, we weren't drinking at that time. So, it's just your beverage of choice when you're not drinking. OJ, water, you know, maybe a Diet Coke even like would be less odd. This was like, I'm not shaming you for not drinking. That's not what this was about. People out there, internet that thinks everyone wants to like, dice, like make, uh, like tear us apart. Yeah. Like a bunch of Dan Lebetards out there wanting to pin people against each other. Gacky. But it, it's just odd. I was making fun of the oddness of just drinking tomato juice. Hi, can I get some V8? Can I get a, can I get a Virgin Mary? As many people were calling it on the internet. Okay. Like drinking cold tomato soup what's wrong with tomato juice i prefer tomato juice to to uh orange juice oh. i just do okay i mean that's what i mean and i'll I'm, red shirt in honor of tomato juice it's great it's a lovely beverage it's thick it can't be too thick <laughs> you, you like, know you like your juices thick no i mean <laughs> to me, the problem with tomato juice is it can be too thick uh, and it can be too thin it's like pea soup in that manner but you, would you drink perfect consistency but exactly we're talking about soup not a it's beverage not, it's not soup. not a beverage that you have on a plane at 7 a.m it 
I asked for, to- truth be known, I asked for tomato juice. They did not have tomato juice. Didn't even think to ask for V8. But the man offered the stewardess, whatever they call them now, stewards, flight attendants. What do they call them now? <laughs> flight attendants. Okay, the flight attendants. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> great guy. Really good. He was great. He was great. I love a comedic flight attendant. But I not like, overboard. Not overboard, but somebody who... Is is also willing to shame people. Like, come yes. on, people, let's not be dumb. Let's keep it moving. Like, yes. has a stern voice, but also playful. It was like it was honestly a ten out of ten flight attendant. Yeah. He would have been a ten out of ten if he had tomato juice. <laughs> He's a nine out of ten because he instead of being toma- bringing tomato juice, he offered me Bloody Mary uh, mix, and I accepted because Bloody Mary mix basically is tomato juice spiced up a little bit, kicked in the ass, which I love. <laughs> you know, it's it's a little bit spicy. And it was a wake-me-up. I'm in a plane. I'm in a metal tube flying at 300 miles an hour, drinking uh, a tomato juice wannabe. It was great. I think the highlight of the flight, though, was the fact that we had, and I didn't know these existed, the whispering pilot. Oh, they oh, <laughs> <laughs> The pilots have the worst microphones, the worst no, sound system. No, this one. It wasn't like, this isn't a thing of all pilots. Yeah, usually, do, no, usually... A pilot makes his announcement and you hear it like right. I like no like this should be celebrated as the whispering pilot this is not all pilots I do like the phrase the whispering That's what pilot. I mean. like this guy would you'd hear the little ding ding and it's like oh hey folks we're and then it was just like we're all looking around like what did he just say the entire plane is going what could you repeat that no it was was pretty silly but it was a nice flight other than a little bumpy toward the very end toward the finish line and then we got to so we get we get into houston we have a nice day we got in way too early so we had like we couldn't check in till almost three so we had like this awkward time of when we didn't have our room yet so we're just kind of meandering around town um and we we caught we finally though at like 11 a.m. it was like noon for us so we were starving we like opened Papacito's c- c- Cantina. Oh yeah. I we had the best. And look, I I said to my dad when I said this, I don't remember the last time I ate something and said this is by far without question the best of this that I've ever had. Like I can't remember when I've done that with Philly cheesesteaks, with pizza, burgers. Like it's it's rare. And yesterday I had the best fajitas of my life. Shout out Matt Kugler from the Levitard Show, who's been my uh, liaison here, who he's from Houston, so he's given me all the good recommendations. This is the key. It's basically just good quality fajitas, but there's a little kicker that they put at the end. This little drawn butter, like you'd have with your lobster, and you like you'd have with uh, crab legs. This drawn butter they give you with the fajitas that you just drizzle on top yeah. of your taco before you eat it. Oh my god, I never knew I needed drawn butter with case with. Faj- I don't know. I can't. I keep wanting to call it quesadillas. It's fajitas, fajitas. and like for. Are you prepared to say best fajitas of your life? Uh, yeah, I am actually. They. they- serve them sizzling which they have to they serve them on a sizzling plate well that's all fajitas dad i know but this was extra special the meat the way the meat was prepared it was great um i i loved everything about papacitos including the chips they were paper thin almost yeah. you had to be it was an art to dip the uh chip into the dip the salsa without breaking the chip and that's what i love a thick a thick uh chip is not good 
So we had a great day, a great lunch. We get to, we, get, we finally get our hotel room. We make our way down towards downtown where the Astros play. We're going to shout out Adnan Verk for hooking it up with tickets. Great we got seats. great seats. Yeah. Um, we went and tailgated my dad. You know, the Houston Astros pregame scene downtown is great. There's a bunch of bars filled with Astros fans. I know it's early in the season and they are the world champion. So. It's not shocking that their fan base is excited right now, but it it did make us sad about the Marlins experience because around Marlins Park, as much as you want to say that the ballpark is nice, but there's really no scene before where you can go an hour before the game and there's a bunch of Marlins fans and the beers are flowing. Like it's it's really cool walking distance from Minute Maid to be able to be at this bar with a bunch of Astros fans and then everyone walks over a half hour before the game. It's just it was really cool to see, and it's the—it's not the first time. Like I, I've experienced that with the Nationals, I experienced that in San Francisco with the Giants. So it's basically everywhere except the, for the Marlins. Yeah, what was neat to see for me was that it was an Astros bar. Like, like we saw a couple of Final Four related shirts and everything, but it was ninety-five percent Astros shirts of all iterations, like five different types of uh, Astro shirts from different times in the franchise. You ripped Bat Boys inexplicably during the game. What's your, why, what's your beef with Bat Boys? Okay, it, it's nothing against them personally. They're not Bat Boys anymore. They're Bat Men. They're, 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 they're the size of the players. You know, a Bat Boy should be like a, a cute seven-year-old. But Dad, He's they, got the big cap that looks too big for him. He's cute as hell. Yeah, last time we did that, it was a player on the Giants' his kid, and he had to get dragged off by J.T. Snow because he was running at the wrong time. We need people with fully functional brains here that aren't running into the batter's box during a critical play in the playoffs. Right, bring back the Bat Boy. <laughs> Do away with the Bat Men. <laughs> bat Boys. He's, or girls. As he, long as they're young. <laughs> he sips his that was not sip worthy how's this love tart always says that he takes a swig and i i don't congratulate myself with a sip of coffee i take a sip of coffee because i'm thirsty how is this uh, hotel coffee it's surprisingly good it, it's the color of mud because uh they had the non-dairy creamer and they only had one of them so it's not nearly i, I want to say one more thing about the the, the pre-game party at uh I think it was called Little Woodrose. I always yeah. want to say Little Woodpecker, but it was Little Woodrose. And what a great place. I recommend it if you're in the Houston area. Wow, just a plug for Little Woodrose. It is. It was a perfect pregame. If you're ever in Houston for an Astros game or anything downtown before you're like heading to that ballpark, it's the perfect pregame bar for sure. Um, before we get to the Final Four, because that's why we're here, the next thing you'll hear after this segment is us at the final four so we're going to get some good content there um we're going to also get a reaction to it tomorrow morning so this is a full houston episode yeah. very exciting about this i want we're all over the place i had more one more thing i wanted to bring up about the plane um sleeping on a plane i mean you're great at it because you can just sleep anywhere and you I do can sleep on a bed of nails right that's you always say that and you can you're the type that just like you know f folded hands on your lap chin chin on your chest right. out Right. Like that's just like you know that's that's a safe way to sleep. I'm sure. I'm more of let me try to like nestle my head a little back left on this terrible little <laughs> like crappy little airplane like thing that squishes my head. Like that, I'm kind of that guy. There was a woman in front of us, FAU fan, I believe. There were a bunch of FAU fans on our flight. There, 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 on the prowl. There were a bunch of FAU and Miami fans on our flight. Um, 
I think there was more FAU. Maybe it's because my if you were fly, if we were flying out of Fort Lauderdale, if we were flying out of Miami, yeah. might have been more lean towards Miami. But for on our flight, it seemed like slightly more FAU fans headed up. But this woman FAU fan is sleeping, and she did a bold move on an airplane. It's a move everyone always attempts. It's a move everyone will always give one shot at on a plane, and then you realize after ten seconds, it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. The high school style sleeping, classroom style, face down in between your arms on your tray table it always seems appetizing you're like i did this in high school i can do this again but just the way you're crammed in there it's never a pleasurable experience it's always the worst yet this lady pull i know they have these pillows i don't think this lady even had that they have these pillows you can buy that that are meant to help you sleep like that on a plane right if you have that i guess it kind of is, is acceptable but this lady was doing she pulled it off for like a good hour straight this lady pulled off the high school style sleep on a plane, which was very impressive to me. I can't do that. The the uh, the tray is made of plastic. It's not meant to hold the weight of a human body. It's barely meant to it's hold the weight of a bag of peanuts. It can barely hold a laptop. Most of these airplanes, right. they're like the size of like a plate, like a plate you'd have for dinner. Right. I'm. Uh, you're right about there being a lot of FAU fans. I'm curious to tonight. Uh, we're doing this Saturday uh, to see how the crowd goes uh, for for these teams because. You know, Miami, on the way to the Final Four, two of the teams that beat were Texas and Houston, and we're in Houston. So I have a feeling Miami's not going to be a real popular team with local fans who are there, but I could be wrong. Uh, but but FAU, you know, it's just it's going to be interesting to me to see who the crowd loves in this tournament. Who the crowd loves in this tournament. i tell you what, they say who, we say hoot. You love creating your own phrases. Like, no one says that. That's a good one. No one says foul out on the prowl. Like, why can't you just be... Like, say the phrases that other fans say. Okay. Foul Owl on the Prowl is a song. I didn't make that up. Now, I think I did create They Say Who, We Say Hoot, and that is t-shirt worthy. No, it's Matter not. Matter of fact, in the Greg Cody Show merchandise store, look for that. It's not a, That's not how this works. Like, should be. <laughs> like that shirt's not going to be available just because yeah, you just yeah, said. Yeah, I want it to be. Look for that. Like, uh, would you? Boss of the show. Do you think you have magic, pa- magical powers, and it's just like the shirt appears? If I did, I would love that. We say. Wait, what? They say who? We say hoot. People, our neighbors must love us. Let's just get to it. Let's get to the final four. This right. is too exciting. We're in Houston, baby. There you go. Look at this. Woo! Yeah. Even though people think I hate you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're at NRG Stadium. Exciting! Where the, where the Texans play. And this is a... This might be a top fiver for me. I've been to World Series games. I've been to Finals games. There is an energy here, and it's awesome because all four teams play in one night. So you have a convergence of four fan bases. Usually you come to a sporting arena, and it's like two teams. Right. And it's interesting that there are four teams here tonight that all have the same energy. And it's... It is legitimately like it's right now 20 minutes before the game. 
We just grabbed our first brewski inside yeah. here. It's we're having a great time. You just said to me before we recorded, this is great. I'm glad that we're here. I am, and thanks, Sheets and Giggles. Uh, it's a father-son long weekend for a great occasion. I've been covering sports since, you know. Yes, we're doing podcasts. We're podcasting right now. Yo, yo, you love it. You love it. I love it. Cave, baby. It. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was funny. We just literally got recognized. That's like we couldn't have pictured that. Like some guys just came over here and awkwardly fist bumped us while we were doing this. Because well, right now, if you want a picture painted, me and my dad are awkwardly standing off to the side with a yeah. phone in my hand. Right. Like most people have no idea what the right. f- we're doing right now. It's like we're interviewing each other. But I was going to say that, you know, I've been covering sports for a thousand years. This is actually my first Final Four. And, and it's just, it, it's an experience. It's it not really only is. your first Final Four, but thanks to Sheets and Giggles, you get to experience this now that the landscape of sports is changing. Right. You know, five years ago, if you were here, you would have been up in that stuffy press box, yeah. just sitting there, you know, with your thumb up your hurt. But yeah. now you're, you got to pregame. We've been hanging out all day. Uh, it's just really cool that you get to, like, this is, like, we're covering this for this podcast, but you get to be here as a fan. Right. It's cool. Like, I like it's rare that me and you look at each other and we're like, this is a father-son moment, huh? We should probably be, emo-. like, this is really cool. It is cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, I'm emotional right now, you know? I mean, it's a special moment for me. And I'm still writing stuff from here for the Herald, but it's mostly for the podcast. And more than that, it's mostly just you and I being together for a yeah. long weekend at a great-ass event. It's and, great. And even though your glasses are foggy right. and it's funny, <laughs> I still feel emotional as well with you. I love you, kid. I'm not. Like, am I a jerk to you or do you like me? Uh, you know, because the internet thinks that me and you are like they think I'm the worst. I know they. You know, you get on me a little bit. You get a little Dan Levitard in you. You know, you're always trying to. You know, make somebody angry. Oh, and, you, you know. mean the thing where Dan Levitard and you, which has been great radio podcasting chemistry right. in terms of getting annoyed oh so i'm trying to recreate that on our podcast yeah. what a dumb move by me it really is but you know it's it seems to have worked out for everyone you know i want the listeners to know that you and i have a very close relationship right. and and we talk on the phone multiple times a week for like a half hour like yeah. it's it's i love it it's almost the thing where it's like you get like too close to somebody you work with them so much that's why I get frustrated with you at times. It's like we worked, we are so close that I feel, I know I can yell at you and you know that I love you and we're good. So it's like, I feel like people see me being mean to you and they think, what a jerk. But really, it's an expression of how strong our relationship is. I, I think it is too. That's the way I feel. And this is an event we're at right now. This is the kind of event where we look back in five or 10 years and we go, you remember you remember the that final four with UM and FAU? That was uneffing believable. Yeah. I hope you're still here in five or ten years. Yeah, thank you very much. I, I was thinking that as I said it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll be checking in throughout the game, but we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Now Let's we're go. awkward guys bouncing up yeah, and down with a phone down, in our face. Trying not to spill our beer. People yeah, are looking at us. Go. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> As we stand here, as we stand here, halftime, FAU, San Diego State, F- the Owls are up. Let's go the, up. The Owls are up. All right, we're not going to get overly excited. It's a long game. We still got the second game. half. The main takeaway long for me game. of that first half is uncoordinated row exits in yeah. our row. Okay. Yeah. Greg Cody, at one point, all right, so we're sitting in the third and fourth seat, so there's which a lot. Great, which is great. It's great to be by the end, but you, you also deal with people leaving the row a lot, and... 
we need coordinated exits yes, when you're leaving. Please. If 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 you have a group of two and your one person leaves the row, and then as they pass like seven people, everybody else sits down, and then the then the next person's like, oh, now I'm gonna go. Like right. when you're leaving a row at a sporting event, you leave unanimously. Yes. You all go at the same time, so people don't have to get up, stand back up, sit down. It's it's what I've learned honestly in the first half. Well, co- coordinated row exit CRE is a real thing in stadiums and arenas. If 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 two people are getting up to go to the bathroom at the same time, they got to be heel on heel. Yep. You got to be right in back of each other. You can't be three seconds apart, three seats apart. Get your act together. It's just so cool to be here because. We're sitting in front of some UM fans. We're sitting right behind some UConn fans. We're sitting right no, next no, to San Diego State fans. We're sitting right next to San Diego State. Like yeah. everyone, it's just like we're all over the place. But FAU doing well in the first half. I feel like that's all we can say right now. It's a long game. Yeah, let's go. It's a great experience, and we look forward to getting back with you in time. Hoot hoot! They say what? They say who? We say who? Thank you, nothing. What? What are you doing? What do you want? Follow on the prowl? What do you want? Alright, turn it off. Come on. What are you doing? What do you want me to say? I'm, I'm out of material. You know, I'm a, a couple of beers in, and if you believe that. No, seriously, I'm 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 done. What a great experience. It really is. Howl, howl on the prowl. They say who? We say who? Everybody, they say who? We say who? No? That's it? All right, Dad. Now, I didn't put a microphone right in front of your face right after the FAU loss because it was so heartbreaking for you and me. Um, We're now about a half hour after the heartbreaking game-winning shot from San Diego State. FAU leads a bulk of the game. FAU dominates rebounding most of the game. FAU late in the game can't hit a shot. FAU late in the game can't get a rebound while they dominated rebounding throughout most of the game. It was just a brutal, as, as, as an admitted fair-weather FAU fan, as yeah. you and I both are. Right. Um, it's hard for us to get that heartbroken over something that we're new and, and fair-weather fanny about, but that's as heartbreaking as a loss could have been for a fair-weather fan. I mean, it's coming literally down to the last shot. You know, if, if the last shot... And it was good the whole way. I know it's one of those things where I, I, I was watching it, and it was one of those things where, in my mind, as soon as it left his hand, I was like, oh, no. But when you look at the arc of a shot, it's literally... And the arc of a life. It, yeah, it's literally one inch either way that determines whether they're out or whether they're in the championship game, right? And But that's, you know, that's what we... It was a beautiful... Like, honestly, it's, it's one of those things where it's heartbreaking, but it's the beauty of sports. It is. Holy it shit, is. was that game yes. fun. It was the that's the beauty of sports. I mean, I, I said to you earlier in the game, it's gonna come down to the last shot or the last second. I forget what I said, but that's that's sports. I mean it, it it's 
it, it's the original and the best reality TV is sports. It really is. And now FAU and now Miami is playing versus UConn. It's not going great so far for Miami, so it's looking like it might be a dark and sad trip for all of South Florida. But, you know, there's still hope. If Miami wins this, it's a good week. You know what? We're at halftime. You owe us down, but any, like we said before, it's sports. Anything can happen. Are we down? We're not down. I'm up. Are you kidding me? Hey, hey, come on now. Let's go. That kind of thing. I'm talking about that kind of thing. Thank you. How about that? Ah, what a bullshit shot. <laughs> Brutal. Do that again. They say hoot. No. Start that again. <laughs> they say who. We say who. <laughs> it's not really hitting as hard after it's just, it's not a bad loss. It's just not working as well. I'm trying to bring it back, but it's Bring tough. it back, Jack. It is tough. Bring it back, Jack. We stand here out on the balcony of NRG Stadium where the Texans play. We're staring out at the bubble where the Texans practice. The Dolphins have a very similar bubble. Um, an unnecessary update on our trip, but I just wanted to paint the picture. Um, at two sad, fake FAU, FAU Al fans... You know, we're, we're, we're fake fans, but we're sad. We're sad. I was on the prowl. That's what I was saying. Like, my dad just saw this, like, a bunch of people with red shirts walking out. He's like, oh, those are Al fans. And I I said, sad Al on the prowl. Sad Al on the prowl. But you know what? And, and Miami's behind it at halftime. But worst case scenario, UM and FAU don't make the championship game still a great season hey that kind of thing now despite how drunk my dad and i sound we did just eat a bunch of food talk about the food we ate we had chicken wings and we had a philly cheesesteak the philly cheesesteak i'm gonna say it was a little dry you were complimenting the philly cheesesteak entire the entire time eating it. i know but i was being you know generous why'd you keep saying positive things i was thinking the whole time like this is just a a stadium philly cheesesteak nothing special yeah it was nothing so why did you keep complimenting like my question is like it's obvious when you go to a stadium you don't expect good food right so like the food we got the wings were fine the the cheesesteak were fine they weren't good they were stadium quality yeah but like why did you feel the need to keep complimenting this cheesesteak every time you said it i was like he's not right it isn't that good no you weren't right i wasn't right um, I'm the kind of guy. Here we go. You're not Alan Cherry. Stop saying you're the kind of no, guy. No. I'm the kind of guy who will compliment a food he's eating. Dad, this is the time of night no, when no. you. Dad, 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 dad. This is the time of night when you need to try to, you know, keep it together here. Okay. Like, I'm as drunk as you are, but I'm at least trying to sound less drunk. Like, you, like, separate your words. Let's get it together here. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy who. <clears throat> pardon me. There you go. I'm the kind of guy who. Uh, you've said I'm the kind of guy. You said I'm the kind of guy six times in the last two okay, minutes. I compliment the food I'm eating because I don't want to be seen as the kind of guy who buys food that he doesn't like, who gets gypped, gets gypped. Did you food. just lose train, train your train of thought? No, not at all. No, 
I don't think we should air this. Yeti, I'm going to send this to you, but if you don't want to air this and it's not a good look for us, I approve. All right. I see a crowd down there. Owls fans. Foul owl on the prowl. <laughs> I thought it was sad owl on the prowl. I thought it was sad owl on the prowl. No, it's foul owl on the prowl. Give me the sad owl. Oh, whatever. Say it. All right. Sad owl on the prowl. Yeah, it's not as good. Okay. I wish, the, I wish the microphones just heard your breck. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Sit down. You may not have noticed. I'm having a rough time right now. Sit down in the Greg Cody Show studio. <sighs> oh, that kind of thing. Ass white. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what Greg Cody sounds the night after raging. Wow. How was last night for you? I know. Before we even get into the, the basketball element of it, just, yeah. you know, two basketball games and then going out after. Luckily, we didn't go too hard before the game, but during the games and after, we had a night. Yeah, we did, and I'm feeling it today. Uh, <laughs> He's been dropping brads and brecks. A lot of burps coming from you today. Yeah, well, you know, I'm having a little trouble. I'm uh, using my inhaler. Inhaling it. And uh, but we're fine. I, I walk into Christopher's room to record this. It's the wreck of the Hespers in here. <laughs> He's been in, in the hotel room two days, and you can't walk in the room. It, it's strewn with shoes, sweatshirts, towels, suitcases. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not great, but it's just you know when you live with a wife and a kid, and you get a you get a hotel room for a weekend. It's just this is my area. Clothes can go anywhere. There's no rules. Just right. Okay, it's really bad, really, really bad. You're the one wearing the exact same outfit you wore last night. I I'm showered, feeling good. Okay, well I'm gonna be showered later. I'm uh, headed to the airport later today. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. Sorry. But anyways, <laughs> I'm looking at the camera instead of the mic. I know, like this. Is, <laughs> um, so it's like, look, this is time for us to recap now. Yeah. We came to Houston. We came. We saw. We lost. Um, we were big we conquered. We conquered. We came and we conquered, but the two teams we were here to see did not conquer. Um, nope. They took a big shit, both of them. Let's first let's talk about FAU because obviously uh, you're not criticizing FAU after that after this season and that performance. Oh, yeah, right. They lose a heartbreaking fashion. Um, and it is heartbreaking. I, I saw a comedian Michael Inochi on Instagram talking about how you know, people talk about people caring too much about sports, but it's genuinely heartbreaking, this type of thing, because this moment will never be recreated. Maybe FAU will make another run, but it, it, but it won't be with the same team. You know, college teams change. So it's just it is heartbreaking for those for this team to end that way, for this season to end that way. And, you know, it's sad, even though like we're totally fake, total fakers, and we like you know it's it's hard for us to get too heartbroken when we haven't followed this team all season. You feel for that team because it's just such a cool moment, and for it to end so, so, ugh, just so like take snatching it from them yeah. was it's still painful seeing that shot go in. Yeah, it is, and um, FAU theoretically is going to have back the entire team next year. I think they lose one senior. They they lose one player, but you don't know what's going to happen with the transfer portal. Uh, you know, Dusty may, may get a bigger job offer somewhere. You don't know what's going to happen. 
I thought FAU Dusty may leave. There you go. I thought the way FAU lost was a heartbreaker. I mean, oh. a buzzer beater. If that shot, it was a perfect shot. I think it was on that. If it's two inches off, it's off the rim, and FAU is headed to the championship game. I thought the way Miami lost was more dispiriting. Because you're not losing on the last shot, you were pretty much dominated. Now, why late in the game, uh, late in the Miami game, when Miami fans were leaving and stuff, and 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 for some reason, like when San Diego, some San Diego State fans were leaving at random times because you know they were just happy, you kept saying striker likers. <laughs> Was that just be the alcohol flowing? Were you just like saying random words? Like why were you calling people striker likers? Well. <laughs> That may have been the beers talking, but uh, back in the day when the Fort Lauderdale Strikers played in the NASL at Lockhart Stadium, um, we used to make fun of fans who would leave the game early. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Oh, this, so striker people who would leave striker game early, you guys would heckle them by saying striker likers. Well, actually, I just uh, I'm, I'm misquoting myself. The striker fans were called striker likers, and we would chant to people leaving early, striker Striker hikers. (laughs) So I I should have said last night, striker hikers. Wait, so you heckled wrong the whole time. You're just realizing now that you should have been calling them striker hikers. Correct. And striker likers were what the fans are called. Right. You're the worst. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about your inability to buckle seatbelts. (laughs) <laughs> I've been riding in Ubers all weekend with this guy, and he can't buckle a seatbelt. I've had to buckle. We're sitting in the back seat next to each other. I buckle my seatbelt about a minute in of him fidgeting. He looks over at me multiple times on this trip and says, can you buckle this for me? And it's like, you're not that. You're not. It's not like, you know, sometimes people who are a little overweight struggle with seatbelts a little bit, but that's not the issue here. You just can't find the hole. Hell yeah. Seatbelts are, are poorly designed. No, they're not. Yeah, they really are. They're poorly designed. Where you buckle them in <clears throat> is right against your hip. So It just takes a little mobility, just a little shimmy of the hip right in. No, I think they're poorly designed. Uh, I did have trouble, I would say, three or four times. I also did it myself three or four times. So it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Now, uh, I, I, you know, we were both, like I said... By the end of the night, we were both pretty tipsy. Neither of us were driving, so we were both getting after it pretty heavy. Tip a canoe and Tyler, too. Has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But late in the effort in the UM game, you know, once, you know, you know, the beers have been flowing multiple times during UM UConn, my dad would just inexplicably belch, let's go owls. And like he wasn't doing it ironically. He just forgot that UM was playing instead of FAU. I don't think that's true. I, th- I think I did it ironically. Foul owl on the prowl. Now, before we get out of here, I-, I really do want to bring this back to Sheets and Giggles because although our both teams took a big crap and did not make the final, this was a really cool trip. For me, personally, with you, it's one of the coolest things that we've ever done together, I'd say. Yep. And I want to emphasize how Sheets and Giggles just did this for us. This was not like, oh, you sell X amount of sheets, you know, make sure when you go on the trip, you do X amount of videos and plug us. Like this was just a sponsor of ours. They've partnered with with us for the next few months. Just 
adding on top of what like our agreement was to have like a monthly agreement with them and it had nothing to do with bonus stuff. And this, they just threw in. They said, this feels like something that we want to be a part of. We want to send like, and, it, and that's just so cool. I don't think that happens with other companies, with other advertisers. There's always something in it for the company where it's like, you got to hit some threshold for them to do stuff like this. And this was just sheets and giggles saying, we know you guys love sports. We know this is a cool moment in sports history and we want to send you to it. And thank you to Sheets, Sheets and Giggles is all I want to say. I don't want to sit there and say, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code hoot, promo, promo code hoot, promo code scoops. Like, please do do that. Be just, just because this is a genuinely good company. They do all the right things. Colin, their owner, is just such a genuine dude. And I just, I know this is like, uh, like I, people might be rolling their eyes at this, but I just wanted to, there's no better advertising I can get, give for a company than support these decent people. Like everybody needs sheets or bedding in their life, a mattress, pillowcases, all that stuff. You, everyone needs this stuff. So when you're going to get, get it the next time, think of this company because this company genuinely is just, just good, decent people. Yeah, no, we, we, we thank the company a lot. They're run by good people. They, they make a good product. And and Christopher and I had a great time the past few days here. It, it's been, you know, on, on the air in this podcast, sometimes Christopher gets criticism and comments and everything that he's too hard on me or let, let up on your dad, lighten up. This is our relationship. What you hear on the podcast, you know, kind of making fun of each other and stuff like that is, is it's real. It's not shtick. It's real. It's our relationship, but we both love that relationship, and and I give it back to him. And uh, we've had such a great time here, thanks to Sheets and Giggles. That um, I'm I'm really appreciative of, of of that company. I'm appreciative of my son here, and um and I'm just really glad. It, look, I've been covering sports for a, a thousand years. My first Final Four, and you got to do it like this has got to be so cool for you. You've been used to being in stuffy press boxes your whole life. Right. Like as like, you know, on, at, what hole are you on in your career? Probably 14, 13. <laughs> like as you hit the final stretch of this uh, golf round that you're right. in, yeah. you get to ex- do it more fun. Like, like last night is probably more fun. Like we were working technically because we had to talk about this today. So like, but you didn't have to sit in a press box. You got mm-hmm. to get drunk with your son. Like that's, that's pretty cool. No, it was great and and a totally different experience. Um, I did write a column um, this morning in your underwear, <clears throat> literally an yeah. underwear column. <laughs> but um, yeah, different experience for me, and and it's uh, it was great. Also, Greg thinks he invented a sport. I did, and you know what? I'm going to say what it is right now because no. Dad, it's not that. No, it's don't, not. <laughs> don't say what it is. I love this. So the other day, on a few weeks ago on the podcast, my dad referenced. Oh, because of pickleball becoming so popular, we wanted to then create a sport. And also slam ball, we were making fun. Right. So my dad, you know, jokingly said, let's create a sport. And in this process of jokingly creating a sport, my dad stumbled into an idea that he thinks can be a real sport. Therefore, he doesn't want to share it because he thinks it's that good. And I'm telling you, he, he I know it. I see where he's at. I see where he thinks this possibly could be something, but it's just so hard to like actually start a sport that it's like, we should probably just say it. Like we're not that important. People aren't going to steal it. It's a great idea. I had planned on basically coming up with just a ridiculous idea for a sport, you know, a funny idea. What I came up with is a legit idea that can be fleshed out. I'm in the process of speaking to uh, a patent uh, guy on how I patent this idea, you know, so that when we finally do reveal it, 
the big reveal will come on the Greg Cody Show podcast. A patent mine. A patent guy. Yeah. It's just my cousin. Okay. Well, I didn't say who it was. <laughs> He's a patent guy. I'm just saying it sounded way more impressive, a patent guy, than just my cousin. Patent pending. <laughs> but um, that's it. That's it for the show, unless you got anything else on Houston. I mean, this was just a great trip. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. I've, I've, I've brought up most of the things I wanted to make fun of you for. You not being able to buckle your seatbelt. Um, you know, yeah, we're good. You wanting me to get into coffee, but I feel like that's just not that exciting, right? Yeah, you should get into coffee. I was like, like I'm, I was saying the other day, the, like when we woke up at you know four thirty for our flight here the other day, uh, my dad's drinking his coffee and he's like, no coffee. He, my dad once again learns like every time I see him, he learns that I don't drink coffee. Coffee. He's known I've never drank coffee my whole life. Yet every time I'm around him early in the morning, he's like, you don't drink coffee, huh? So he learned that this past and he and just was like oh you got to get into it yeah and it's just like no it's I'm, I'm avoiding something that most people are addicted to men drink coffee I'm, all, right, all right i think we should cut that like what are you doing <laughs> what does that mean it's america's drink when you know other than alcohol and water and soda coffee is america's drink all right see you later everybody from houston the greg cody show thanks everyone see you next week thank you nothing really stuck the landing yeah i did that's my trademark i would get to get that patented too people are gonna start stealing that kind of thing should we hug yeah all right <clears throat> look at that love take, you take that internet love you son take that internet <laughs>